welcome to Hey Ass Bud. Yeah. Welcome to Hey Ass Bud. Welcome to Hey Ass Bud. Music edition. Yep. We talked about music before. We yeah. have music to tracks side B. But we're we're doing this in honor of MCR getting back. Yeah. <laughs> Which I guess technically happened a lot. Like that news broke, like when we aired the ending of season five. Well, that's fine. We're behind yeah. the times again. We're always behind the times. <laughs> yeah. We're always behind the. We make ball. references to memes that are no longer popular. Yeah. This January, I'm going on the Feral Hogs tour. What? What? <laughs> if you can't laugh at yourself, then everyone else is going to laugh at you and you'll be sad. Yeah, we're talking about shitty music that we listened to in high school. Shitty music. Also, music we listened to in high school, I, I listened to it on the way here. Yeah. yeah. Hey. I in mean, high I, school. I, I say shitty music specifically because I just had really bad taste in all everything. I feel like, though, we do have to address the sort of breaking of the chains that's happening with Supernatural, also in this beginning section. Oh, what? yeah? Oh, the cri- because it's about in- to end? We're entering into oh, we're entering- uncharted, non-crypt oh. territory. Oh, no! Yeah. <laughs> no! Hey, Travis. You- yeah, tra- yeah. Cr- the crypt has left the building. Yeah. So he's, like, not involved with the show at all No, at he's point. moved on okay. to other projects. So he's, he's pulled a full Steven Hillenberg, where he yeah. is no longer involved Yeah, at he's all. gone. That being said, he does, like, drop in and out as, like, a consultant. Okay. He leaves his he leaves some opinions, yeah. but who we have taking his place is Sarah Gamble. Well, I long time head writer. Yeah, I feel a little more comfortable with her at the helm. Yeah, yeah. does she leave at some point? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Supernatural goes through several. I mean, the show's been on the air for fifteen years. Fifteen years. So it's been through several like different iterations. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. isn't. Yeah. Right. It's not like Motley Crue where they lost like Vince Neil for like a season. Yeah. By season, I mean an album. Um, I get that. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm like, with it. Because you have some situations where <sighs> a um, where the creator will leave in some capacity, but not totally step out of the show. Like yeah. this, is, this happened with Adventure Time. Uh, where Pendleton Ward stepped down as a showrunner, yeah, um, because he was just tired. That man was so tired. Um. He went on, I'll tell you what he did because he did a, he did another show. Like he went on to just create another show. He did. I just can't remember what it is, but hold on a second. Okay, it's like Revolution, hmm, or something. Yeah, because and and then there's also situations like with SpongeBob where once. The the this the original SpongeBob movie that came out in God what two thousand four mm-hmm. was supposed to is like the canonical ending of SpongeBob yeah so everything after that so Steven Hillenburg left after that because he didn't want to be part of it anymore he was like SpongeBob's done um and then the creator of Ren and Stimpy took over as showrunner and that's when SpongeBob getting started getting fucking weird. So well, SpongeBob was always weird. <laughs> yeah. SpongeBob is always weird. SpongeBob was not always Ren and Stimpy weird. That's fair. And I and there are some like oh seven episodes of SpongeBob that are like they're real experimental. This is yeah. when people start talking about SpongeBob like oh SpongeBob sucks now. It's not like the way it used to be. Is because they took it into really strange experimental places. It's like. I'm gonna ask about like two epi- well three episodes. Okay. The hash slinging slash. That was Steven Hillenberg. All right. 
the one where SpongeBob and Squidward deliver the pizza. Also Steven Hillenburg. All right, the one where SpongeBob goes to Decatur, Alabama. Also. <laughs> Do you know which episode I'm referring to? Yeah, the I'm rock sorry. bottom. What? Yeah. <laughs> he goes to Decatur? That's landlocked. Um no, it's the one don't, where he... Don't you point your finger at do me, you, sir. Do, do you know the episode I'm It's the one to? where they take no. the bus uh, all the way I to see. the end of the line and they're in rock bottom. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it's like the bottom of the Marianas Trench where there's all the weird fucking weirdos. Yeah, the weird fucking fish. It's yeah. just anglerfish, Travis. I mean, not, it, there's nothing like, wrong with them. It's like, you know, when you're in downtown Atlanta only- at 3 a.m.? <laughs> During They're Dragon just Con. anglerfish, Travis. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with them. That's just how they are. But yeah, they, so those those were all Stephen Hillenberg episodes. Okay. I want to I'm re- talking so, about. I want to revisit what Ari just said. Is that the only thing you think is in like the bottom of the ocean or anglerfish? Yes. <laughs> oh, there's much more Man. than that. <laughs> yeah, it's just anglerfish, some seaweed, yeah. maybe some uh, little coral pieces. I will. Man. I will let you. Google goblin shark on your own. Goblin sharks? Basking shark. But mm-hmm. where are the goblin sharks? Man, we should watch with their sometime. Fruit. Hold on. I've got a poem for this situation. Oh, boy. I've got a reference for this situation. We should all watch Sphere. Okay. So, after Kripke left Supernatural, or stepped down from primary showrunner is what Wikipedia says, Right. he created the TV show Revolution, mm-hmm. which is an apocalyptic Wow. post-apocalyptic science fiction television series that ran from seven, September 17th, 2012 until May 21st, 2012. It's funny to me. Wow. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no, Eric. <laughs> yeah. Eric, oh, no. But no, Eric, why? It had Billy Burke in it. I feel like I've seen episodes of it. Probably. You probably have. Yeah. Who played the best character in Twilight. What network did this the come The dad. Uh, NBC. Really? NBC. Have I ever told y'all how I would absolutely rewrite rewrite Twilight to just be from Charlie's point of view? That would be amazing. Where he's just like, I'm so, trying to be a small town sheriff in, you know, Washington, Washington State. These people keep getting attacked by trick bears. Yeah. And my daughter's fucking a sparkly kid and I'm trying to work my shit out. I'm a divorcee. Maybe I'm getting back in the game. Oh, my God. It's a complicated situation. I would absolutely watch the shit out of that television show. Have you ever seen The Killing? No. You just kind of sort of described The Killing. Did I? No. Oh. <laughs> Why would you say that then? Because I thought it was okay, funny. The series is set in a post-apocalyptic near future in the year 2027. So like... <gasps> oh, it's that show? Less than 10 years oh, from now. Oh, it's that show. Oh, the I'm one... pretty sure Mark Pellegrino is in it. I absolutely believe that he is. Yeah. 15 years earlier in the year 2012, the year the show was released, oh. a worldwide event known as Blackout, the Blackout caused all electricity on Earth ranging from computers and electronics to cars and jet engines to be disabled. So basically Y2K happened. Oh yeah, this has it has a uh, Gus Fring from oh. Breaking Bad in it. Yeah, the series the begins with the guy. surviving Matheson family, Ben and his two young children, daughter Charlie and son Danny, who now live in a village near Chicago. He wears a small pendant around his neck that is the key to not only finding out what happened 15 years ago, but also a possible way to reverse its effects. God, I hate that fucking trope. The MacGuffin, like kid born with MacGuffin around neck, saves well, planet. To be fair, he is. The adult born with the MacGuffin around. Oh, it has it has two seasons. Yeah, two seasons. We should. I said that. It started in 2013 and ended in 2014. 
I swear Mark Pellegrino's in this in this show. It's like a bit part. Okay, I, I thought when I heard when I heard it, I thought it, you said that it started in 2012 and ended in 2012, and that is not. Yeah, because I didn't hear the years either, and then I heard your reaction. I was like, oh, I'm sorry, Crip. That's a little better, but still. Yeah. Mm. Eric, Blood, I mean, Crip. that being said. He had two seasons of a show on NBC, so eh. he can just wipe his tears away with his money. Yeah, he's yeah. Also got I the mean, that's more than we've got. Amazon. So yeah, he's making oodles of cash. Yeah, but thought, uh, well, we got like so. Real- that's what he did after this. Okay. Yes, Mark Pellegrino is in it. He I, plays yeah. Jeremy Baker, a militia captain and former friend of Miles Matheson, due to Miles rescuing him from murderous looters six months into the blackout. He is later executed when Moreau believes him to be a p- behind an assassination attempt. And then he comes back as a hallucination. Yeah! <laughs> I and then after this, he worked on a show that you're a fan of, Travis, mm-hmm. The Boys. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. Wait, what year did Revolution end? 2014. Yeah. 2014. And The Boys didn't start until 2018, well, 2019? Well, he did some stuff. 2019. He did some stuff between that. Yeah. What was in between? Jacked. The House with the Clock in Its Walls. The House with the Clock in Its Walls. Okay. In April 2015, Kripke announced he is writing uh, the comic book series called Amped, later retitled Jack for Vertigo and DC Comics, so he wrote some comics. And then Timeless, which is a 2015 series. I feel like I saw that, too. Yeah. Is that about time travelers in... Is that a his, like a history? It's like yes. a historical fiction show about time travelers? Yes, 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 yes. yes I think yes. I remember seeing trailers for that and going when an experimental time machine is stolen a history professor a soldier and an engineer are tasked with capturing the culprit they soon learn however that the thief plans to rewrite american history and that each of them has a connection to his plan as well as the mysterious organization that funded the machine's development oh it's just like it's like it's like heroes of tomorrow but backwards (laughs) jesus legends of legends of tomorrow yeah Yeah. whatever that fucking show is anyway anyway so I think that's I, I'm looking forward to Sarah Gamble's tenure on this show. Yeah, I know I kind of so here's my history with what we'll call part two of Supernatural. Seasons one through five are part one. That mm-hmm. chapter is closed. The crypt is gone. Yep. Part two has begun. Okay, this is Sarah Gamble's time. Mm-hmm. Sarah Gamble, who you have also seen in The Magicians, in so did, running The Magicians, did Sarah Gamble step down from Supernatural when she started The Magicians? Good in, in question. twenty fifteen. Great question. Because that's when The Magicians started. You know, <clears throat> you know what I realized is because I've been rewatching The Magicians because you're also watching The Magicians. Yes. And I realized I remember loving it by the way that I watched, I binged all of season one mm-hmm. of The Magicians. Yeah. And by the time I finished season one, it was within a week of season two airing on oh, Sci-Fi, really? and oh, I yeah. watched the season one opener live. Season two opener. Yeah, the season two opener live, not live, but like when it aired for the first time. Yeah, yeah that was a wild time in my as life. The series showrunner, beginning with the sixth season, ending with the end of the seventh. Okay. Uh, gambled and uh, chose chose to step down from her show post as showrunner and executive producer on Supernatural at the end of the seventh season to focus on developing other material for Warner Brothers, including pilots for ABC and the CW Television Network. She was replaced by 
being human executive producer Jeremy Carver, who worked on uh, Supernatural from season three through five. Hmm. Gamble worked as a writer and executive producer uh, for two seasons on the NPC period drama Aquarius. She appears in a cameo role in episode seven of season one. While working on Aquarius, she and John McNamara co-created and executive produced the television adaptation of Lev Grossman's New York Times bestselling novel, The Magicians, for the Sci-Fi Network. When uh, with McNamara, she serves as the series showrunner. The Magicians was renewed for a second season in 2016, a third season in 2017, a fourth season in 2018, and upcoming fifth season. Was Aquarius that other 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 <clears throat> show with David Duchovny? Let's I'm pretty find out. sure it is because I remember the Aquarius. I haven't heard of that. It one. is, yeah. Oh, Aquarius is an American period crime drama television series created by John Mac- McNamara for NBC, which aired from May twenty eighth, twenty fifteen, to September tenth, twenty sixteen. Say those years again. It's not a full year. Oh, twenty fifteen to twenty sixteen. No, okay. what month of twenty fifteen? Oh, oh, it was just one May. season. May mm-hmm. and then twenty sixteen. September. Uh, that's a full, still a little over a full year. Yeah, yeah, that's that's like a full season, I think. Yeah. There's and pl- Dave Duchovny was the main character. There, there's plenty of David Duchovny shows that should have only been a season. Yeah, yeah. Like X Files, am I right? The series You're begins in nineteen. 19- <laughs> oh, it's called Aquarius because it's about the age of Aquarius. Okay. Uh, the series began in 1967 in Los Angeles. The story is inspired by actual people and events, but it is also made up of fictional characters and stories. It starts Dave, David Duchovny as Sam Hodiak, a fictional LAPD detective investigating the case of a missing teenage girl named Emma Karn. Along with his younger colleague, undercover narcotics, narcotics direct officer Brian Chafee, Hodiak uh, finds himself coming up against Charles Manson and his infamous family, uh, a ragtag group of hippies who, following Manson and Hodiak, discovers that the missing girl is with them. The first season revolves around Manson's increasing influence, while the second season focuses on the Tate murders and Manson's belief in a coming in the coming race wars he calls Helter Skelter. Hmm. <clears throat> the Beatles produce one really great song. Yeah. And everything goes to shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it goes. When I get to the bottom, I go back to the top of the... That's such a good song, Al. That's a pretty good one. There's not many Beatles songs I like, but that is one of them. I like the Beatles. I like... Uh, hey Jude is good. Happiness is a Warm Gun is good. Uh, Maxwell Silverhammer. Sgt. Pepper is good. Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds is good. Yeah. Not a fan. But yeah, but most of most of Sergeant Pepper, not a fan of. I know like several people who just had like a shiver and don't know why. Yeah, because of you. Like, I don't like the Beatles that much. Like, I like a handful of songs, mm-hmm. but I know a lot of people. Who are writing you a strongly worded wet letter? Well, it will fall on at least one deaf ear. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe two by the time he's done. Yep. Travis grabs the scissors, stabs his other ear drum. Doesn't have to hear the complaints. Just use a pencil. It'll that, that'll be easier yeah. than scissors. Also, so, do you do a joke about like you say you're half deaf, half deaf, but on your mother's side? No. 
you should because I find that very funny. Cool. Or like, unlike your dad's, pick a side. I don't care. You should I do whatever jokes you funny. find funny, Travis. I mean, don't let that, that influence you. That is a pretty funny joke. I may, yeah. I may say something about it's, that. I mean, it's a line, but... Yeah, I but know. I mean, I do have material about being half deaf, so that's that's a good line I could use to entertain it. Do you not like the line? No, I like it. Okay. This um, is how comedy is written, folks. By, <laughs> by proxy. <laughs> by proxy. Or is it written when you're by yourself in your car, talking out loud to yourself, working through jokes? Yeah. That's my style. No, nah, I mostly just wait till people to walk up to me and they go, hey, you should write a joke about this. And I'm like, you know what? Yes. Have, you have you considered writing this joke? Yeah. So my black grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's uh, a Eugene Merman joke. Yeah. So in the Beatles versus Stones debate, I firmly come down on the side of the Stones. I don't like that argument because I don't like either band that yeah, much. I don't. Mm. I like the Stones a lot, but. Okay. I like. I will say I like a lot of the Beatles too. I like covers of both of their songs I think, more than I like their original work. Really? If That's shocking gonna, to me. If you're gonna compare the Beatles and the Stones, see, I don't think they're a good comparison. Is the thing, yeah, but they see, always get compared a lot. It's apples and oranges because they came up in the same era. It's true, and they're because both part the, of the you know yeah, British invasion. The Stones, the Stones were supposed to be like the bad boy response to the Beatles. Yeah. When the Beatles first came out, before they got introduced to weed. Now that being totally said. The Sex Pistols, in actually, though. the oh, Beatles yeah. versus Stones debate, I come down fairly on the sides of the Kinks, but <laughs> they're my favorite out of all three bands. Uh, if you're if if I'm gonna go Beatles versus Stones, I might, I actually might be on the side of the Beatles because I think there's more Beatles songs that I like than Rolling Stones songs that I like. If we're gonna go Stones versus Beatles versus Kinks, I'm gonna go with the Doors. Jesus, I like the Doors. I don't love the Doors. I don't. Yeah, I don't love them. I like. I like one Door song. I think Jim Morrison's definitely not the genius that oh, a God, lot of people no. make him out no, to be. No, yeah. What that Bill Hicks made him out to be. Yeah. <laughs> but the my in the in my defense, between all four bands, the Doors are the only ones that I've listened to an entire album of and enjoyed every song. In the mm. Beatles versus Stones versus Kinks versus Doors debate, I'm going to go with the Velvet Underground. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would just go with Lou Reed. Yeah, yeah. same. I they, love I love me some Lou Reed. Transformer is a great album. Um, Walking on the Wild Side is great. Yeah, that's on that album. You're right. I forgot what album was. That's cool. That's why I like that album. Yeah. Walking on the Wild Side, it's amazing. It's such a perfect day. That's such a good song. Yeah. It's so good. Just like, mwah. If you haven't listened to it, do yourself a goddamn favor. Also, just the Velvet Underground is yeah. good. Uh, <laughs> Heroin is a fantastic song that I hate it's... three quarters of the way through. But I completely understand why that sound is there. I love hmm. heroin. Yeah. I love that song. It's a ben great also song. loves heroin. I do. Uh, I was, yeah, I was, we all love heroin. Yeah. That's the official Habcast position. I woke back Look, up. we got back to music. I'm going to tweet yeah. that right now. We all love heroin. <laughs> official yeah. Habcast decree, we all love heroin. I woke up at 2 a.m. last night thinking, man, I miss heroin, mainly because I could sleep steadily for... Eight to thirty-six hours. See, I woke up at two a.m. last night thinking, "Man, I miss heroin." The Lou Reed Velvet Underground song, and then I just played that song. There was a joke I used to do where, like, I was talking about the song heroin, how like I loved heroin so much, 
uh, or I was just bearing the lead, just being like, but like three quarters of the way through the song, it just like starts to hurt my brain. Yep. Much like heroin. All right, I tweeted it. Cool. Get proud of you, buddy. <laughs> we need to tweet more as a people. You know what I think? What? You know what I like to think about often? The heroin. fact that David Bowie and Mick Jagger definitely fucked. That Absolutely. Was, that had to be they, like a campfire. Yeah, didn't that's you? That's what I, I like say, to didn't say. You, uh, didn't you do a bit about it or you talked s- about it before? Their bones scraping together <laughs> yeah. must have made it the most discordant sound. Yeah. Unlike their music. Yeah. By the way, David Bowie and Lou Reed also definitely fucked. Yeah. All three of them just going at it like rabbits. Oh, man. Hey. That's what started that California wildfire. <laughs> they're dead, it was Jim. was so hot. <coughs> ben, they're all dead. Nope. Except for Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger is still somehow is. still alive. Hey, they died to prolong his life, Jim. What What was that year where like a whole bunch of celebrities died all like in 2016. a 2016. 2016? Yeah. yeah. Every time a new celebrity died in 2016, I had a Facebook friend. Anytime it happened, he would go. And yet... Keith Richards is still alive. Yes. Anyway. What were we talking about? What were we talking about? We've Food. changed subjects so many times. Yeah. We want to in go classic. Back. We're getting back to the basics. Right. Yep. Uh, in classic cab cast tradition, we don't talk about any one thing for too long. Yeah. Let's, just like season six of Supernatural. <clears throat> we're going back to the basics. Yeah. Yep. Let's pick three bands that would define our musical taste from high school. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Wait, I gotta, I gotta pull up my. This is gonna be some discordant taste. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start talking while you guys. Are... Yeah, Ben, I, I think do you already have your answers. I do already have my. Okay, answer. go ahead and say your answers while Ari and I look up both of ours because mine... I have my whole old music library right here. Mine is pretty easy. You can look <laughs> at me and guess. Mm-hmm. First one, top of the goddamn list, System of a Down. Okay. Yeah. Am I shocked to learn this? No. No. I think the very first time I ever laid my eyes upon you, you were wearing a System of a Down shirt. Most likely. (laughs) It just says System of a Down. Yeah, yeah. You were wearing that shirt and a plaid button down on top of it. I was wearing that shirt earlier today. Of course you were. Uh, The second band would be Bowling for Soup. Okay. What? <laughs> Naturally. Yeah, hang on. It had to I am not second. shocked by this. Like yeah. the like more than just their hit single 1985. Oh god, no. Uh I listened to Drunk Enough to, Drunk Enough to Dance, uh, A Hangover You Don't Deserve constantly throughout high school. Oh, man. Those albums are fucking great. Are they? Yeah. I only ever li- I listened to their single 1985. And then they did a cover of um, I Melt With You. Fun fact, uh, they did not originally write 1985. They did not. That was an SR-71 song. Yeah. What? SR-71, they actually, re when they reprinted their CD that they had uh, 1985 on, it has original in parentheses next to it. Just because they were being so fucking petty. Mm -hmm. Because Bowling for Soup commercialized the fuck out of that song. Yes, they did. That was their one hit. Wonder. Well, and yeah. like I, I remember them doing "I Melt with You." Uh, both songs I know by Bowling for Soup are covers. Holy yep. shit! They also the third song that people usually know is Stacy's Mom. They did Stacy's Mom. They covered Stacy's Mom. Oh, okay. You know what song Bowling for Soup song I know? That's a song of theirs. Oh, my hometown. My, I'm so glad that I left this hometown. 
Uh, Those aren't the exact words, but it's the spirit. That's like a bonus track from uh, "I Hangover You Don't Deserve." Yeah, Yeah, I owned that album. That's a good album. It is a good um, album. Yeah, I'm not here to shame you into this. They they also have a a newerish album from a couple of years ago uh, called "Punch Drunk Love." I think that's the name of the. Is it named after the movie "Punch Drunk Love"? Maybe I don't. It's like it's a it's a take on that name. It's I remember their pizza. There's pizza on the front of it. Most had you, but yeah, the third but band kind of doesn't, doesn't matter after like that. But oh, no, it like, does matter. It would pr- probably either be Slipknot, Sum Forty One, or Green Day. Okay, probably Green Day because I accidentally got into a fight over that band, oh, which man. was funny as hell because that was the dumbest reason I ever got into a fight. Yeah. Billy Joe, he does not want that for you. No, he mm. didn't. He doesn't want that. No, no, God, no. All right. Do you I have your like answers? My, I have my answers. No, go ahead and go. I feel like my okay. answers are going to be very different from y'all's. Yeah. But just know that this right, is a booty hole time true. traveling over there. I so come your tits. Here's, here's the thing about my high school experience is okay. I was, I have always been a hipster. All right, yeah. Randolph. Because I never wanted to listen to the same music that my peers were listening to, and like I did listen to like MCR and all that, but. I always had, when people in high school would ask me what my favorite bands were, here's what my responses were. Mm-hmm. Tally Hall. Naturally. 1997. Yep. <laughs> which y'all heard earlier. It's a treat. Please, listeners, please listen to 1997. <laughs> 1997 is a treat in the yeah. same way that Crystal's Cheeseburgers it is, it is are a like, treat. Yeah. When you haven't had them for a while, though, you're like, this oh, is yeah. pretty good. I you mean, ever had White I'm Castle? not going to lie. If I've... I've been on a road trip by myself and I fucking blasted that shit through my car because sure. it is like I sometimes I gotta go back. I feel you. And then my third answer probably would have been I like, um, I like how you're not using Spotify for this. You're using your iTunes. Yeah, because this I had an old school iPod. Oh no, I I just think it's really funny and really telling. Yeah, because no, it's all still here. Yeah, exactly. It's all still right. That's here. why I love this because you're like this is. Um, let's see. It's like you have a bibliography page. If for... you had caught me in early high school, I may I might have said Velvet Revolver. Oh shit! If you caught oh shit for my third band, <clears throat> if you caught me in late high school, you I might have said, <clears throat> and you will know us by the Trail of Dead. Oh god. I remember trying to get into that band, but I just like the name was always like way more metal than what they were, and that's yeah, what oh, I yeah. wanted. Every time I thought of the name of that band, it's mm-hmm. like, oh man, I want something that sounds like Slipknot or Slayer or yeah, like. No, they were never, they were never that hard. <laughs> no. Hey, what, what does Slayer and your mom's vacuum cleaner have in common? They're both from the '80s, and they fucking suck. <laughs> wow, <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a solid burn. <laughs> Oh, I also want to give Gorillas an honorable mention just because they've right. always been like that's actually been my number one answer for like what's your favorite band? Yeah. Always been Gorillas ever since seventh grade. Oh god, yeah, Clint Eastwood. The that was like them and Rage Against the Machine was the one to rap things that yeah. it was cool mm-hmm. for me to listen to. Yeah, same they, with me because they were for, on like ninety five point one or one oh seven seven. Yeah, for me it was Feel Good Inc. That was like the cool. That was okay as a rap song for me to listen to. Yeah, 
And uh, yeah, just any any time that there was like a hip hop ish sounding song, I would just go, "Oh, it's the Gorillas." Yeah. You got your list ready over there, Kobla? I feel like my answers are a lot different than y'all's. Okay. And please understand that what I'm about oh, to say is 100% oh, true. Oh, 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 oh. It's about to be fucking musical theater time over here. <laughs> oh, yeah, because all you listened to was like this. Disney music. Do y'all have predictions on what it's going to be? Hello, okay. Dolly. Okay. That's it. <laughs> this is the, the Hello, Dolly. <laughs> yeah, just the Hello, Dolly soundtrack Any three times in a row. Think about how you know me as a person and make these predictions. I'm going to say Chicago. Okay. Disney Channel music. Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> okay. Phantom of the Opera. Okay. Oh, man. Uh, There's a great Facebook thing I saw earlier today that made me like, tweet. If I was a Phantom of the Opera, I wouldn't play the organ. I would play a guitar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But, yeah. So, Chicago soundtrack, Disney mm-hmm. Channel music, or... <laughs> I don't know, man. Okay. My, my, pr- uh, uh, my predictions are going to be... Um, Hello Dolly okay. soundtrack, the family of the opera soundtrack, and the uh, Hinder. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. Switchfoot. Oh, yeah, okay. Switchfoot. Here are my true answers that I, this is honestly what I used to listen to. Okay. The Misfits. These are the bands that defined my high school career. Yeah. The Misfits, Vote Underground, uh-huh. Bad Religion. Wow, really? <laughs> yes. Yes. I well, was a huge punk fan. I mean... Okay. I mean, Velvet Underground doesn't really count, but like, yeah. I was really into the Sex Pistols and the Ramones and the Clash. And See, I tried to get into them in like middle school and high school. I tried so much and I could not yeah. get into it. I was like... I, I really didn't... Shows. <clears throat> I really didn't get into stuff that wasn't like... Featured on the radio at some point Mm -hmm. until like after I got out of high school and like started like actually diving through and developing my own taste in music. Yeah. Yeah. See, for me, punk songs was just Tony Hawk Pro Skater One soundtrack. Yeah. Which I also have. Oh, you don't have. You don't have one, two, three, four, A, W. No, I've got them all. All Or no, I've got one, two, three, and four. Oh, yeah. So that's all you need. Yeah. I got into the Velvet Underground because um, my friend made me a mix CD. Ooh. One of those mm-hmm. with all of those songs on there. Um, all written on the face of the CD. And I just love the CD. so much. And then um, the Misfits I got into on my own. Um, and I love the Misfits. Yeah. Um, and then, see, Bowling for Soup, that was middle school for me. Yeah. Now my sister probably got the CD because I would steal her records, her CDs. Yeah. When like, from like a very young age, like when I was like in fourth or fifth grade, and she probably—I don't remember what year that album came out, but it was probably middle school when I started stealing it. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. See, and I listened to MP- MCR, and I yeah. listened to um, Panic at the Disco, but like the songs that I listened to, the shit that was always in my, like, on my iPod or in my, like, CD holder in my car, my CD player in my car, mm-hmm. it was always, like, the Misfits or the Clash or oh, the yeah. Ramones or the Dead Kennedys, like, or the Velvet Underground or David Bowie or the Beatles um, or the Stones. Oh, yeah. For me, until I got that uh, thing that was, a, that was a cassette player <clears throat> that also turned into an aux cord. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Before, oh, I used to have one of those. Before I got that, it was my 1997 CDs, um, 
demon days from gorillas yeah. and and um century of self from and you will notice by the trail of dead those were the cds in my car so y'all don't fucking know me as well as y'all think nah because <laughs> those guesses were totally fucking wrong i mean but they were also pretty correct i mean i like those things <laughs> yeah <laughs> Like, but that wasn't what I'd call the music that defined me in middle in high school. You know? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Really into it. Loved it. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't remember. What I was gonna say I had a thing, but it vamoosed. So we're about to start <clears throat> season six of Supernatural. Yes. Do you have any predictions, Travis? Well, first, what year did this come out? 1997. 2011. Yeah, 1997. Okay, cool. 2011. Can you imagine, though? A 90s version of the show. Could you imagine if the first five seasons came out, like, as regular, but for, for, like, wackadoo reasons. Oh, my God. The sixth season came out in 1997. Yes. Yes. Sarah Gamble is heading it up. Sarah Gamble's heading it up. So this would have started the season five, uh, season six would have started in fall of 2011, right? And, fall of yeah. 2010 or fall of 2010, yeah, and gone into 2011, spring of 2011. Yep. Okay, so I, so I still wouldn't have heard of Supernatural at this point. Okay, I didn't hear about Supernatural until summer of 2012. Damn. Yeah. I'm just trying to give myself a frame of reference of when this was all happening. That's fair. Uh, So, when we left off. When we left off. Dean was having a nice family dinner. Yes, Dean was. So, as far as I can tell from what was supposed to be the ending. Yep. Dean gets out. Yes. He gets out of hunting. Yep. He's out of the game. Uh, Out of the racket. Sam is in the cage. Sam is in the cage with Lucifer and Michael. Yep. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bobby is still doing his thing. Yep. Uh, I'm assuming. Yeah, but now instead of rolling around. But now he can walk again. Yeah, he's walking on the sun. Cass is back in heaven. Yep. And nothing else bad happens. Now... <laughs> I call Sam being in the cage pretty bad. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because he's got one on one time with Lucifer and Michael, and you know they can't be happy with him. <laughs> no. They ain't playing hacky. But it like, ended with a shot of Sam standing in. Standing in a. That's him in the corner. That's me in the spotlight losing <laughs> yeah. his religion. So. Yeah. But he also has <laughs> that that weird effect that the ghosts have. Yeah. When, like the. Or like the brain scratch or the record scratch sound. Right. And then he bamboozes. So, so maybe a ghost. So my prediction at the end of season five was that he's found a way to like astral project mm-hmm. out of the cage where his physical body is still there, but he can like project himself out into earth and see what is going on. Um, oh, I'm sure the actual answer is so much dumber than that, but continue. <laughs> So the, I guess a gamble I would take. But so I guess if I really have to guess about what's about to happen is Ari, can you make that sound every time I make a pun? Yes. Please <laughs> don't let this be a thing. 
<laughs> I really hope we forget about this by next week. <laughs> I think you want to forget about this like after we watch the episode. Yeah. I'll never get a word in endwise if oh, I do. God. <laughs> also, I have to say though, so I stopped watching Supernatural because for me the story was over. Right. And I will go ahead and say that I really gave it the old college try to get Did into you? the sixth season. Okay. That's fair. I own so you know how I told you that I own the first five seasons of Supernatural Chinese DVD style? Yes. By just like ordering it for super cheap off eBay. Mm-hmm. I actually did also own the sixth season. Oh. And I really tried to get into it. But I just, my interest was gone. The story was over. Right. And it wasn't until right before we decided to do this podcast when we already knew that, like, it was going to yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah. That's when you started, like, kind of rewatching. Yeah, it. that I started going back into it. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk about, like, why I stopped watching it. But okay. I also want to talk about why Ben continued in the second half after okay. we watched the first episode. All right. Because it was definitely this first episode of season six that I was like, eh, this isn't this isn't going places that I am really interested in anymore. Hmm. This doesn't like I'm not the story's over for me. But Sarah Gamble wrote what are some of the best episodes I think of the entire show um, including All Hell Breaks Loose Part 1 and 2. Oh, okay. And that's the first time you were really like I'm in this. Right. That's when I got Winvested. Yep. Yeah, it is. So yeah. I have a lot of faith in Sarah Gamble as a writer sometimes. I think that she's created some works that I really enjoy. Like, I mm-hmm. really enjoy The Magician so far. Right. I really enjoy what she's done on Supernatural. As far as post Kripke seasons go, season six and seven are definitely my favorites. Yeah. Season seven is a, is very dumb, but I love it. Yeah, it's idiocy. It's it's dumb, but also, goddamn, is it amazing? Yeah, and it's like a sausage and cheese McGriddle. Yeah, (laughs) and then it's just bad times until season twelve. Like after you eat a sausage and cheese McGriddle. Yeah, yeah, or two of them, or two of them, or three. How you doing, Ben? (laughs) Not great. There's a storm of brewing, (laughs) but boy, was it worth it. Some nobody touches booty hole for time travel anytime soon. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Somebody poke it so I can go back and stop myself. Oh God! From spending that two dollars and eighty cents. All right, bend over. Oh boy. Boop. Zo. You have to make that noise or it doesn't work. Boop. Oh, that was the zo. No, the boop noise. You can make the zo noise whenever you want. All right. So this first episode is called "Exile on Main Street." Exile on Main Street. It's a reference to the song. Exile on Main Street. I think. Oh. Yeah. What's it about? Sam is in the box yes. with Lucifer and Michael. And they have created their own little bubble world inside of their hell cage. Wouldn't yeah. it just be like a, like a... And it looks like New York. And Sam is on Main Street because that's where he has decided to live. So he won't have to see... Lucifer or Michael ever, and he's just in his apartment on main on fake Main Street, and he's just like eating some ramen noodles and like hanging with the Olsen to, twins, just trying to like get his TV to work, even though it doesn't because it's not real. All right, I'm gonna take us back to <laughs> that's <Lucifer>. it. <laughs> take us back to the three of them in the cage together. Okay. 
Three's what? company, am I right? Hey. <laughs> two and a half people? So it's Lucifer like, has to pretend to be gay to stay there. Two and a half angels. It's, right? That's what happens in that Lucifer show. It's Lucifer and Michael, and they're pretending to be Sam's parents. <laughs> not like not like uh not like Jeffrey Dean and mom like they they have adopted Sam and as their son that's amazing and that's what this season should have been Sarah are you listening to us hey. all right oh god are we gonna have to see more of fucking Adam let's find out oh okay let's find out <laughs> your suffering is pleasurable to me Hey, it's Ari, a wonderful host of Hey Asput Podcast. You already know who I am because you're listening to this. So I have got a tour coming up with two amazing comedians, um, Bridget Martin and Hilary Begley. Uh, they are hilarious, and we're doing the Feral Hogs Tour 2020. Um, we're going to be hitting up, uh, on starting on the 10th, Asheville, North Carolina, and then uh, going all the way through Pensacola. I have on my private pages and also on the Habcast pages those dates and cities. If you want to come out and see us, we'd super appreciate it. Come by and say hi. I'm going to have Habcast stickers and pens and business cards if you want to add to your collection and i'd love to see you guys kisses go see ari go see ari all right well i don't know what i expected but it wasn't that it's pretty solid like uh i mean it's a solid like First episode of a season? Uh, yeah. It's fine. It, yeah, it's fine. It hits all those, like, first episode beats. Yeah. It does remind me of, like, season one, episode one, where it's like, we're back. We're doing a job. Kind you of. You know, kind yeah. of. So, here's, here's the thing. All of the previous seasons, minus season one, episode one, because of the pilot, were about continuing where we left off right this is also about continuing where we left off but that was so final we have to get the gang back together yeah yeah Yeah. so So it's it's kind of like we're continuing where we left off but we forgot where we left off well it's like or like we gotta we we have a new destination to reach or like somewhere new to go yeah like everywhere else had been like okay so like the end of season three dean goes to hell right season four starts with him coming back from hell Mm -hmm. right and sam like it's been a couple months but it's direct yeah it's like direct thing yeah Yeah. this is a year's worth of time skip yes and because it was like what four months from between season three and no it's yeah. Yes, Dean, it's been Dean was in hell for four months. Yeah. Yeah. Or forty Earth, years in Earth hell time. time. Yeah. So this season, this episode had to introduce some things. Yeah. It had to get the gang back together. Yep. It had to introduce the main conflict of the season. It had to introduce the personal conflicts of the season, yep. right? Which is primarily gonna be like Ben and Lisa and Dean. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. is Ben gonna? You know, is Le- is it's Dean gonna stay with Lisa and Ben? Right. You know, blah blah blah. We'll talk about that in a minute. And then we've got whatever's go- going on with Sam. Mm-hmm. Who brought Sam back? There's a mystery. Right, yeah. Who brought Samuel back? Mystery two point mm-hmm. 
Who the fuck are the cousins? Yeah, who, who are the, the cousins and the f- why was Samuel being so sketchy with them at the end? Yeah, why is Samuel kidnapping monsters? Mm-hmm. So that's all well and good. Um, but this season, unlike seasons past, feels really half-baked. Yeah. Like, oh, there yeah. are some things that are going to happen, and you're just like, oh, so I guess yeah. that's where we are? So here's the thing about season six. Like, uh, you know how I feel about green beans, right? Yes. Negatively. Negatively. Mm-hmm. Now, season six isn't that bad. However, okay. it is a vehicle. Like, imagine, like, a nice spicy sauce on these green beans. Ah, okay. So, but we got to get spicy sauce into our mouth. That's season seven. Season hmm. six is a vehicle to get to a better thing. Okay. So. It's yeah. just, it's fine. Yeah. So season six is the chip upon which you place the delicious salsa. Don't get ahead of yourself. Season six isn't that good. Okay. There's but a reason why. Well, there's a reason, reason why, why you did green beans. Yeah. This is not, yeah. this is not, this episode do not endear me no. to no. watching mm-hmm. the rest of the show. Yeah, I can definitely see now why you wouldn't have wanted to watch the rest of season six. Yeah. Even after just seeing that, because I. Yeah. Yeah, it was just <laughs> very. Just like, who gives a fuck? Yeah. It was flaccid. It yeah. was. Like, it was. I, I could see. You know, obviously, like we said, we could see, like, the hooks for the season, or at least half of the season. And, um, yeah, like, we saw all the hooks, and it was just like, oh, that's a hook. Yeah. Um. Here's what I would have done. This is my, this is what I would have done if I had gotten news that Supernatural was going to continue. Okay. Late season five. The apocalypse is averted. Uh Uh-huh. But in averting it, it destroys, like, two-thirds of America. Hmm. So the majority of the world has been saved, but we're still dealing with a bunch of, like, civil unrest. Gotcha. Or maybe it reveals that God actually exists and that angels are real and that monsters are a thing. I mean, like, really shake up the show. Yeah. That's the problem with this show. Yeah, yeah. It's that, too interested in getting back to the status quo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they never, they never take things as far as I want them to. Yeah, I don't necessarily want because, like, so in my, my kind of my idea for like, okay, the, still like a lot of people die is like you're dealing with Sam is in hell, but like I wouldn't have brought Sam back right. as quickly as yeah they do. Or if like you know teased it, like tickled the balls a little bit. It's going to happen, but we're not there mm-hmm. yet. Yeah. yeah. Um, I wouldn't have brought Sam back as quickly. I would have... Uh, in, the, Dean, in the season or in the episode? In the season. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I would have brought Sam back, like, episode six, maybe. Oh, that would have been okay. cool. But have, like, Sam, like, no, Samuel, mm-hmm. Sam Campbell, oh. bring him back episode one or two, or, like, the end of, like, episode one, bring him back. Mm. But, like, pretend that... A gin knocked him out with like with a golf club, but in reality it was one of the cousins. Right, and then they, I don't know TSA or uh, whatever, like put the bag over the gin's head and take him to the van. The point is, is that I feel like Supernatural has this problem where it introduces these things at the end of seasons and then just never follows through. Yeah, yeah. season ten is the worst for this. Yeah, like just the absolute fucking worst. It's like they want to. <laughs> it, it's almost like they want to keep continuity character to character, 
but not in the whole universe. They're going to keep, they keep teasing you like, oh, we've done this crazy shit. Oh, you're never going to believe where we've gone with this, uh, but it's going to be fine two yeah. episodes into right. the next season. Yeah. No, it's like what we were talking about or what I was talking about with Silicon Valley earlier. Yeah. It's the exact same goddamn thing. Yeah. It's like, oh, either they can't be happy because they keep fucking shit up them for right. themselves. Yeah. Or they just don't have the balls to do something amazing. So, I, I, I don't remember who tweeted this, but I saw a tweet that someone made that said, I wish we had gotten at least one season, if not a couple episodes of the whole Pied Piper gang from Nerado Moore. Oh, was it Nerado? Yeah. Yeah, he was like, uh, I wish we had gotten a, a whole season of them just doing crazy billionaire shit. Yeah. Because I would have watched that. I would I would have continued watching the show rather than skipping out after like three seasons, I think. Mm-hmm. Here's what I would have wanted with this episode. Yeah. A whole episode of just Dean being happy. Yeah. Not. Like nothing bad happened. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like literally, actually, nothing like, bad happens. Literally, nothing bad happens. Yeah. I I really was hoping this th- this whole episode for me could have been encompassed in the first what ten minutes. Yeah. That this episode was, which was Dean living his life in suburbia. Maybe sometimes he gets spooked about a monster being around. We see that he's like heavily armed the house and heavily guarded the house, but he's still fine and nothing bad happens. And Dean can stay happy for one fucking episode. At the, the, end, of the, at the end of the episode, Dean wakes up to Samuel, him going, kept you waiting, huh? <laughs> because Gene was trapped in a gin nightmare. Okay. He wakes up and he's in the cart from Skyrim. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God, damn it. Hey, you're finally awake, hey, you're huh? Finally awake. Hey. But no, I think that would have been really cool. Like, I like your idea of, like, Dean being happy, but it's yeah. because he was in, like, a gin-fueled dream. I kind of mm-hmm. like the idea of, like, the apocalypse happens and heaven's kind of in shambles, but part of them getting their shit together is coming down and forcing, like, of like law, heaven's law on earth. That would have been kind of cool. Like, we've proven that we can't... Like, angel we, martial law. Yeah, mm-hmm. angel martial law. Like, we've... And they reveal the supernatural to everybody. They start rounding up hunters. I, I like that idea. Like, because especially if it's like... So when we remake it, the show. Especially with a yeah, year right. time skip. Yeah, we could have do done that. anything with a time skip like that. Dean is yeah. definitely on heaven's no-no side, so he can't go back to Lisa and Ben. Yeah. So he can't keep his promise to Sam. And then you're also dealing with, it feels like Sam's sacrifice was worthless because mm-hmm. they haven't, I mean, they've averted the apocalypse, but God, at what cost? Yeah. You know, and now there's this bigger threat because you thought it was bad dealing with two cranky angels. Imagine dealing with Legion. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just really like that I idea. Like that. I, something, do... I just want something that really shakes up the show. And I, li- I feel like. Yeah, sorry, go on. So, no, um, I, well, I also like the idea of, like, silent heroes, like, Kingsman situation, mm. where it's like they save the whole world and only five people know about it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's kind of what they went with, with the ending of season five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, I don't know. There could have been so many things that could, they could have done with this and then they just kind of like they it's route it's rote yeah they just kind of like be the theme of the season yeah 
going through the paces. It, it's like they, they took like fucking khaki paint and painted it on a beige canvas. Yeah. And then just... It's like, it's like somebody bought <laughs> so, a beige car. Yeah, and then just threw it up on a let's, eggshell white wall. Let's talk about the Lord of the Rings real quick. Okay. Because it's relevant to a, my thoughts right now. A a typical have-cast... <laughs> a typical have-cast thing. Let's just talk about something better for a little so bit. So you know how like the Hunger Games is like a hero's journey, but yes. the entire time it's just getting Katniss to give a shit about the plight she's in. Because mm-hmm. the entire first book, she's just in it for herself. Right. right. She wants to survive. She wants her sister to survive. She wants Peta to survive because he was nice to her and gave her bread that one time. Right. And then later she realizes she's in love with him. Spoilers for the Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. So... Spoilers but then, for the Games, you know, starve. inadvertently, she's become like the symbol of this revolution because right. she lives in a dystopian nightmare society. Mm-hmm. So that is a story where the status quo sucks. The hero's job is to shake up the status quo right. and change things for the better. Now, whether they succeed or not, it kind of depends. Usually in these types of stories, the status, the the society that they've created, they are not allowed to go to, much like like Moses, pretty much, mm-hmm. right? And they just kind of have to go fuck off to the outskirts because they've been too changed by their journey and this world is not for them anymore. Yeah. The Lord of the Rings, Frodo's goal is to keep the status quo. Yes. He loves the Shire. He loves his, you know... He loves his life how it is. And why the fuck wouldn't he? He has a lot of really good friends. He's, you know, upper middle class by Hobbit standards. Mm-hmm. He's played by Elijah Wood. He's very cute. Yeah. And he gets, he's he's BFFs with the wizard who's got great weed. Hell yeah. So like. Is the Legend of Zelda just Lord of the Rings in reverse? Yes. Yes. Because there's a lot of walking. Yes. <laughs> so much walking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We took a capsie to Maldoon taxi. <laughs> we threw the ring in. Oh, my God. So so Frodo is very interested in keeping the status quo. And yes. then at the end of the journey, he is so changed by his journey, he cannot return home. Right. Right? That's a very common, like, hero's journey yeah. theme. That, that yeah. happens to, like, Luke Skywalker. Yeah, Luke yeah. Skywalker, mm-hmm. Harry Potter mm-hmm. yeah. kind of does this. Yeah, not, not really, well, uh, though. Not as much as... I would have liked. Th- no, that they happened. really should have. But, but yeah, there should have been a much more interesting ending for Harry Let's Potter. talk about her boy, Yosuke Urameshi. Oh, yeah. Kind of, sort of. Kind of. Like, and like the last arc. Yeah. yeah. A little bit. The point I'm trying to make is Frodo, it makes sense that Frodo wants to keep the status quo. Yes. And it makes sense that Frodo is the type of guy who likes the status quo. I mean, he's basically a fucking nobody. Yeah. The reason why he's the perfect person to carry the ring is because he, he he's fucking weak. He's worthless. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have any power. He's not fucking Gandalf who actually has some like cool shit that he does. No, yeah. he's yeah. just like he's a, just dude. a dude. Because like if the ring turns him... What the fuck ever? Yeah, who? Yeah. You're just gonna get another golem, like worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's worked out pretty well for the rest of Middle Earth. Yeah, no one honestly. fucking knows about it. Yeah, he lives in a cave. He eats raw fish. Who gives a shit? <laughs> so living the dream. Yeah, rocking on sashimi's. Yeah. <laughs> so it makes I get why Frodo wants to keep the status quo, and mm-hmm. I get why it's legitimately very heartbreaking when he can't go back to the Shire at the end. Yeah. Supernatural is obsessed with keeping the status quo, but the status quo 
sucks. It sucks. It's so <laughs> awful. So I just like want them to change it up. I want them to do something different. I yeah. don't. I wanted what I wanted this episode to be was not the same bullshit. Mm-hmm. And it was. So it's okay. It's fine. Yeah. It does the job that it wants to do, but it just, I wish it was a different job. I feel like Sarah Gamble was really worried about having her first, or their first episode. Yeah. And did something really safe. Yeah, you're probably I, right. Yeah, that's a good way to describe it, is safe. Yes. Yeah. Because honestly, I feel like the tone has been set for the whole season already. Yeah. It's going to be safe. Well, There's... and here's what bugs me about it is like, you were talking about them putting beige paint on an eggshell wall. Yeah. Here's the thing. They're also just slapping whatever shit they can up on that wall and seeing yeah. what sticks. Yeah. And there's a lot of dropped threads this season. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to spoil which ones, but you can kind of like, yeah. you'll get introduced some things and you'll just be like, oh, I guess I thought it was going to be about this, but never mind. Or I guess I thought this was going to be important, but yeah. it's not. This season is, and this episode in particular, is khakis and a polo. Yeah. Safe and says, I'm not going to rape you, but still might. <laughs> Great. Wow, man. Okay. We're going to beat that. Yeah. <laughs> Great. We're already one episode into season six and I'm having to beat Ben. Ben, I haven't had to beat you in so long. You were doing so good. <laughs> what? I was thinking it's been a minute. Yeah. 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 But yeah. So what actually happens this episode? <laughs> so much, God. honestly. So much, but also nothing. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Like it's a nothing lot of, happens. It's a lot of bridges to nowhere, if I can borrow a term from it, the two thousand nine election. Yeah, yeah, it really is. The two thousand eight election. So <sighs> So Dean is living his apple pie life, mm-hmm. which all the characters tell him is so much better for him than anything else. And they're right. He's not going to die yeah. at like a suspiciously young age or have to live his entire life being sad because he couldn't save that person. But he's still he's not happy. God, no. Yeah. Would you be with that much PTSD? No. No. I'm not happy now. <laughs> Girls. With the PTSD I got. Yeah, I guess when I said that I, I wanted Dean to be happy this episode, I really did mean that I just want nothing bad to happen. Yeah. yeah. That, for me, that is happy for Dean, is nothing bad happening. Content. That's, yeah. Man, how sad. Maybe not happy, it, but content. How sad of an existence is that? Where that, like, like, bliss is that nothing bad happens to you. Like, I mean... I'm kind of feeling that right now. Do I have a boring life, you guys? Wait, do I need yes. to say more things you need to censor out? No. <laughs> yes. Ari's making a very worried face, yes. and it's hilarious. Yes, yes, oh, yes, God. Yes, 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 But I did like the initial, like, the intro to this episode, where it was just yeah. like that. It was just like Dean living his life. Yeah. Oh, a montage. Mm-hmm. What, Beautiful Loser was the song. Yeah. Yeah. Which, very, very, like, on the nose. It was very, it was a very fitting song. Yeah. Yeah. Too fitting. But much like all of the construction work he was doing. But, I'm, shh. yep. But 
Because it was flipping between like classic hunts and what he was doing. Right, yeah. It was like if he had a crowbar in his hand, he was prying up a board. It was like him opening a fucking box with a dead body in it. Mm-hmm. Or like the one time he sawed off a vampire's head when he was using a buzzsaw. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that was kind of cool. He or gets like, some beers with the boys and he remembers that one time he got some beer with Sam. Mm-hmm. Or oh, I, the I loved the yeah. scene when he was working on the car with Ben. Yeah. And then it like kept flashing between that and him and Sam working on it. Like I, yeah. I will say one good thing about this episode is Lisa actually. Yes. Yeah. Lisa and Ben. Mm-hmm. It we ain't well, keep going. We don't see a lot of Ben. No. Ben's not doesn't have a very active role. But Lisa's not bad. Yeah. Lisa, I was so worried that she was going to fit this trope that I hate, which is the Woman in White. No. <laughs> Although I do, yes, but not yeah. that. I th- so you know how like uh, you'll have your husband and he's saving the world or he has to go to war to save the country. Mm-hmm. This is a big, common, very common oh, conflict. Oh yeah. And the wife is just like, choose me, be happy with me. Yeah. You know, and she kind of gets into that, but she's not annoying about it because she understands that like he has right. to do. Dean has to kill these gin well, and for I, them to be safe. I like that she understands what Dean goes through. Yes. Yeah. I mean, because she's experienced it a little bit yeah. with the uh, whatever that episode was. Yeah, he's was. not keeping secrets from her. Mm-hmm. He's like, I thought I was seeing, you know, sulfur and shit. Right, yeah. Scratches. And, um... And I like, mean, he so, is keeping secrets from her, but yeah. in a not like a big like I'm Spider Man secrets, right? Well, we see scenes where he's got like holy water and a shotgun under the bed, mm-hmm. and there's a um, there's a demon wheel, demon devil's demon trap, tra- yeah, yeah, uh, under a rug in front of his door, which is like I could see both sides of either Lisa knows about it and is cool with that. Because that is something that can make Dean comfortable, or that is something that Dean is doing to the house that Lisa doesn't know about, but it makes Dean comfortable. Like I'm, I, I would be okay with either side of that fiction. Yeah, yeah. I honestly, I like the former rather than the latter. Actually, that like. Lisa is kind of on board with helping Dean be comfortable, so <coughs> sometimes he has to go dig through the trunk of the Impala just to, you know, I think make Lisa him feel safe. is boring. Yeah. Like, there's nothing about Lisa that excites me. She just kind of reminds me of a politician's wife when the politician has come out about an affair he's having. <laughs> you know, she's not here to make way. You know she's mad. Oh, yeah. man, you know she's mad. But she's just here to stand in the background and support her husband while he gets weepy on national television. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's kind of what her personality reminds me of as far as, like, Dean goes. But I do like that aspect where she could embody this really annoying trope that I see a lot of. Right, and she doesn't really yeah. do that. Ladies, if you're husband or boyfriend is the chosen one sometimes you just gotta understand that work comes first yeah Yeah. okay they're not always gonna have time for you they're they're gonna need to go save the fucking world or whatever Mm -hmm. so i mean ideally you would go with him and also be the chosen one that would be cool as hell maybe you're like good at knives couple yes they're both the chosen one okay so like yeah but if you're not gonna go with him if you're like i'm getting my doctorate and i'm super busy which totally understand like work on your girl work on your career Mm -hmm. you know don't make your relationship your life you under respect that he's not going to be able to come with you to tango dance lessons every day and that's okay you know, would, it's important for couples to have separate things. Yeah, it would be like super cool if like Dean, like hey, you know, ex hunter, 
turned construction worker mm-hmm. with all the PTSD. Sure. Lisa becomes a social worker. Yes. Helping kids during the day. Ooh. Helping Dean process his problems at night. For so long, I have wanted a character on Supernatural to be introduced, and their only job is I am a therapist for hunters. That would be yeah. cool as hell. Yeah, like yeah. literally, they're just like, "Hey, yeah. we're here to work through some stuff." Let's but write that down for when we for the, when we do the reboot in ten to fifteen years. We're gonna. Yeah. I mean, some of the drama would still happen. Yeah, some of the Therapy drama is happen. very dramatic, but oh, God. yeah. Well, how much of the Sopranos have you seen? None. All right, so but you're you're familiar with the idea of the Sopranos that Tony Soprano has super bad anxiety. Started seeing a therapist, right? No. All right, so he started seeing a therapist. <laughs> Are you familiar zero. with everything about the Sopranos? Well, no, I am no. not. I, I don't know anything about the show. I other never than it's saw about an episode. The only thing I know about Sopranos is the ending. All right, that's yeah. fair. So, like the first episode is him having an anxiety attack, but also seeing I think Doctor Melfi is her name. Okay, she's a therapist. So they have a deal where he actually unloads all his mobster shit on her, oh. and she helps him process it. That's and, pretty tight, and it's protected. By, that's what made me watch starting mm. watching. Oh, the and show. it's protected by Doctor Patient. Yes. yes. That. I mean, I don't think doctor-patient yeah. confidentiality does good. work no. in those cases. I mean, but good old it, HIPAA. It does not if it's felonies and shit. Yeah. However, yeah. she agrees to forego that because she wants to help him. There you go. Hmm. Yeah. And also fuck. But yeah. <laughs> well, that's so, definitely against. Yeah, that's it, definitely against the code. Oh yeah. hell yeah! So here's the thing: if it worked for the Sopranos, it'd be cool as fuck for the Winchesters. Yeah. 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 And Bobby. God damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly, every hunter. Every like, hunter. Just like you go, like, the one character's introduced and they're like, yeah, I'm in the hunter world, but yeah. I am sp- specifically. Do you think that's why there's not so many, like, female hunters in the, in Supernatural? Because if they tried to write a true-to-form lady, she would be, like, kind of well-adjusted. What? Because ladies can process, like, shit better than dudes. What? What are you talking about? I don't know. <laughs> Like there's like um, what? Okay, there's three? a lot to unpack here. Uh, there's like what? Three ladies in Supernatural as hunters? Yeah. Well, Mary, she was a hunter. She's dead. Charlie? Also dead. Okay. Uh, yeah, a lot of characters oh, die, Ben. Yeah, that's that's why there's not so many hunters in Supernatural or like lady <laughs> hunters because they keep killing them. Yep, for the man pain. Yeah. For the main. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exile on Main Street, exile on Man Pain Street. Oh, what about Joe? Also dead. Ellen. Dead too. (laughs) Why do you think women process shit better than men do? I don't know. Maybe that's just the sexist thing in my head. Yeah, I feel like that's a stereotype (laughs) you learned way early on. Yeah. And it's still in the back of your brain. You know how women are more mature than men? It's because they're better at processing things than men are. What? I don't know. What? (laughs) Okay. We're just going to glide past that. (laughs) That's fair. We'll talk Room about this right later, buddy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. Just gonna butter the floor and slide on past. This is like Burn if I found out one of you thought that like vaginas could make me fly. You know Wait, what I mean? They can't. <laughs> <laughs> this is like You mean that's not the time travel button? <laughs> yeah. No. Flip it's a little the... further up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Nope, just right there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Travis, no. <laughs> Come on. This is why men can't time travel. Because <laughs> they can't find the clitoris. Am I right, ladies? That's why Harry Potter <laughs> didn't get a time turner. <laughs> okay, I'll stop. Um, 
just saying men just, can't write women. I, <laughs> I'm still on this. Am I wrong? There's so much to unpack here. No, yeah. You're not wrong. I mean, well, Sarah Gamble is a woman. She's writing women. I think men can write women. All right. They just have to pretend women are people and go from there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What is happening right Women now? are better at adjusting than men, so... I'm just saying men are fragile and don't know how to do things. I mean, yeah. I think people are fragile. I think women are more likely to seek... Help. Me- like, mental health care, probably. Yeah. That, I think you are correct about. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, more likely to go to their friends for, like, emotional support mm-hmm. than men are. Yeah. They're definitely well, more physical, affectionate true. with each other, yeah. which probably helps. That's why I'm going to start hugging and kissing my dude friends more. We're lonely. You are. Okay. This is way off topic. Let's definitely. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's cut this section out of the episode okay. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Okay. What were we talking about before? I'm just so. Uh, we're talking about therapists, how we want therapists and supernatural. Yeah, therapists yeah. and supernatural. Yeah, that's what I, I want then. That would be cool. Yeah. Would it be a supernatural creature or just a person? I mean, I'm down for either, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, what, what if, if it was like a supernatural creature that's like an empathy creature? What if it's a, a djinn with a heart of gold and uses like their like, like make people like hallucinate powers okay, so into we'll processing so the in problems? Epi- so in season 13, there is an episode where there is a shapeshifter who is a therapist. Uh, yeah. yeah. And does like grief counseling. Interesting. Yeah. It was also like a really cool... See, that's really weird because right now, especially where I am at with the show, the status quo is if you are a monster, you are bad. Unless you are Cass. Unless you're Cass. And even then, jury's out. Yeah. Also Crowley. You know what's not flaccid about this season? What's that? The Man Who Would Be King. Yeah. That's a great episode. Yeah. Mm. A great episode. True. Do I remember it? No. I do. Just good. Just good. Season Ender is pretty great, too. Yeah. The Season Ender is really, 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 really cool. Yeah. You know what I thought about yesterday as I was thinking about recording this episode? Is that every season of Supernatural, except for season three, has 22 episodes. And that's so many. (laughs) Some yeah. have more. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, some have like Don't 20, do this to me. Some no. Have 23. Hey. No. 20, they, 24. They play fast and lose with a 22 oh, season. Oh, like, God. Yeah. What really fucks me up is when a show will have like, say a show has 22 episodes for like three seasons in a row. Mm-hmm. And then the fourth season is like six episodes. But then the fifth season is like twice as long as all three of the fir- th- season first. Season thirteen has twenty three episodes. Oh god! Yeah. Are you, have you seen any of Twin Peaks? Yeah, you've seen all of Twin Peaks, right? Or at least the, the first two seasons. The are, first two, yeah, the seasons that count. How many episodes are in season one? Like six, six or eight? Oh yeah, you're it's right. It's a single digit number. How many episodes are in season two? Like thirty. No, it's not that many. It's a lot, though. It's way more than eight. I think... It's like... Season seven has 23 episodes. Oh, God. As does season eight. 
How many does season six have? 22. Okay. As does season nine. See, you got 40 episodes. before. No, you have 45 episodes until you even have to think about that. Oh, God, no. (laughs) Next season, it's going to, instead of like a double feature, it's going to be a threefer. God, I don't think I can handle that. Yeah, that's too much. (laughs) There's too much that happened in this episode. Yeah. So. Instead of therapy. Instead of therapy, Dean decides to deal with his problem by drinking and having nightmares and have a woman do all the emotional work for him, which I do feel like is common. See, the reason why I don't yeah. think there are more female hunters is because uh, all of the men are so damaged and they just put all their emotional work on women, expect them to fix fix you know them, and then all the women leave because they're really tired. Yeah. It's a really true to form thing. I mean, that's kind of a trope, isn't it? Yes. Where it's like damaged male character fixed by good-hearted woman yeah well i mean that's what manic pixie dream girl is right a little bit yeah yeah Yeah. that's what lisa is kind of a little bit dean would let her do her work yeah yeah because what does lisa have outside of dean a son a yoga class that she teaches what does she do is she a teacher yeah i don't know she's got a nice fucking house yeah a really nice house which yeah she's got a nice ass house that she had like before Dean, way before Dean, before was Dean brought in, in income. brought in that income from yeah. being a yeah. construction guy. Well, you know, she definitely moved out of that goddamn house with like the the, the changelings. Yeah, yeah, for oh. sure. Was for that sure. that episode? Yeah, yeah, that's where they met. Damn. Yeah, that's when we found out the most important thing we've ever found on an LSA, which is if you want to get in rid of a changeling, bring some fucking eggs. Oh yeah! Bring if you ever think you're you've got changelings, bring some goddamn eggs. <laughs> bring some eggs. <laughs> Never a problem in my house. Fucking eggshells. I always have eggs. Oh yeah. Since y'all stopped living together, it has like the egg count. Like, did it have? Or and did if you... anything, it's tripled for me. <laughs> See, that was, that was the answer I was looking for. <laughs> my, was... my my egg consumption's about the same. Yeah, okay. same. All right. Actually, same. Yeah, because. Whenever I would open y'all's fridge, there would be like a thousand eggs staring. Oh back yeah, at we me. we would buy the uh, <laughs> the, the eighty the, pack like, of eggs. Pack. Yeah, we'd buy the sixty yeah. pack, and then uh, Sam started selling fifteen dozen. Jesus yeah. Christ! I'll be damned if I won't buy that one day. <laughs> I won't be damned. I'll be blessed with eggs. Yeah. <laughs> so Dean is seeing hunter signs. He sees some. Scratches. Yep. He sees some sulfur. He hears someone scream. At he some hears point. some screaming. Yeah. This is right after he leaves the bar where a woman has stroked his arm mm-hmm. and then given him her number. Yeah. Oh, he's he's at the bar with his friend Sid. Yep. I like his friend Sid. I like his friend Sid too. Yeah. I like Sid's his heroin a, eyes. Sid's a, Sid. Sid looks like he's had some drug problems. Yeah. yeah. And we're really proud of you for getting clean, Sid. Yeah. He's got like really Jim Brewer eyes, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's introduced and he's. Talking about um, having sex with a goat, which was really cool. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah, if I had fucked Michael Jordan, I'd be talking about it too. Yep. The greatest of all time. Yeah, Thanks. we got it. <laughs> Thanks, Ben. Was the bartender from that bar the Lady Gin? Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's where he got poisoned. That's where he got poisoned by yeah. gin poison. Yeah. So Choison? it's all connected. Yeah. Um, Do you think gin poison grows on gin blossoms? It sure as hell doesn't come off their one-hit wonder. <laughs> Do you miss me? <laughs> miss misery like you say you do. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> um, 
So Dean Dean's having PTSD flashbacks, except no, he isn't. Actually, a gin poisoned him. Yeah. And Sam stabs him in the heart with some gin poison antidote. antidote. Yeah. And that's how we learn that Sam's back and he's been back for a year and then he just neglected to tell Dean. Yeah, he was literally like, oh yeah, I came back like right away. So let's talk about Sam. Sam. What are your thoughts on Sam? We need to talk about Uh, Sam. I was like, not really on board with Sam being back for a whole year. Yeah. Yeah. Not telling Dean. Mm, Well, no. I was down with him not telling Dean. <clears throat> I was absolutely for that. Okay. But the the time frame is what you were not. Yeah. The time frame is what I'm not okay with. Because, like, how long was he in the Kage for? Like, a week? A day? Yeah. Who knows? 24 hey. seconds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to talk about it. He yeah. remembers everything. He does not want to talk about it. Oh, yeah. It. I mean, that sounds pretty fucking familiar. I will say, though, Sam's really well adjusted for somebody who was like roommates with Lucifer and Michael for an Adam. Yeah. Right. Honestly, out of the three of those, I would not. <laughs> I mean, if I had to choose who not to room with, Adam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's so boring at parties. At least Michael and Lucifer are great conversationalists. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, what do you think about like how Sam is doing i mean he looks like he's doing pretty okay yeah why do you think that like is? too I mean, okay he's doing more okay than dean did when he came back from hell true yeah, what does it tell you uh something is afoot the game something is afoot and it probably has more than two of those the game is afoot mm-hmm. yeah um and sam's been resurrected but he doesn't know how that's happened yeah and also samuel campbell Mary's dad mm-hmm. has been resurrect- resurrected. Good old Grandpa Sam. Yeah. Grand Sam. Yeah, that's not confusing at all. Yeah. Two yeah. two characters named Sam. Well, I two guess that's Sam's why they keep, don't make a right. They yeah. like really specifically keep calling him Samuel yeah. throughout the episode to make that distinction. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. I feel like is very unnatural sounding. A little bit. Yeah, Samuel. Sam, yeah, Samuel is just... It's kind of a mouthful. Yeah, because... It's kind of like you ever like put a marble in your mouth and you're like, Samuel... Yeah, I put marbles in my mouth all the time. Samuel. I call it marble madness. <laughs> Ben's basically a hungry, hungry hippo. Yeah. yeah. He's just, getting, Mar- he, he's just Mar- putting marbles in his <laughs> mouth. Yeah. Getting high scores and shit him out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pooping <laughs> poop poop out his time travel button. We go from yep. hungry, hungry hippos to sorry real quick. <laughs> Oh, I should not have eaten all those marbles. <laughs> oh, you know they go right through you, Ben. You know they do. Tink, 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 tink. I mean, yeah, you won't digest that uh, shit. How many yeah, no. toilets <laughs> has been ruined? Oh, I knew you left that crack in the bowl, dropping all those marbles. What did you do? Stand up while you yeah. were pooping them out? You know those You know those uh, toilet commercials where they like show that it can flush like 13 golf, golf balls? Yeah. Ben's what? the reason they started making those. Yeah. Oh, Ben. Also, what a wild concept to sell toilets. Like, we filled this toilet with 18,000 golf balls, and look at them all go down. Like, what the fuck? I'm sorry. Sir, how big are those pipes? Sir, the problem isn't that the 
toilet hole's not big enough. I've got two things. The toilet hole is fine. The yeah. pipes are the problem. Yeah, your house is going to be fucked if you flush that many. <laughs> yeah, toilets. please I, don't flush golf balls. I think I need to start watching like network television because I don't know what the fuck commercials you're talking oh, about. Man. Oh, man. We'll see. Also, you got to watch just, infomercials. I just have extensive knowledge of infomercials yeah, because we just, my grandfather We just watch infom- infomercials for fun. You poor bastards. <laughs> I love a good infomercial. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Okay. I like a good synth commercial, I'll tell you what, but I can't oh, get down. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Samuel's back. From back outer again. Space. Oh, these were very different. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> Just came here to find that look upon your face. Um I should have changed that fucking lock. Should have made you leave your key. I knew for one so more this day means you'd be back the, to bother me. That means at the end of season five, that was just straight up Sam. Yeah. yeah. At the window. Yeah. And he's not in natural protection. No. Because he cuts himself. Yeah. And he... And he like drinks salt water. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't do like the weird ghost bamf. Mm-hmm. So he's like around. Yep. He's flesh and bone. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. It, it is very fishy. Especially yeah. with the Grandpa Campbell thing coming back too. Fishy with a PH. Mm-hmm. So I knew, so it was spoiled for me before I officially sat down to watch the first season. That Sam came back? That Sam came back and was not an astral projection, but I actually right. really like your idea of Sam being an astral projection. Yeah. Except if I may play on it, only one person can see him. And that person is Crowley. Oh, that would have been cool as hell. That would have been cool yeah. as hell. H E double fuck. Crowley is in the unfortunate position of I'm being annoyed by this fucking lumberjack moose. <laughs> I almost said lumberjack Jesus, and <laughs> I've got to copyright it. That's because I annoy both of you so much. Yeah, <laughs> I'm in the so I gotta bring. This I gotta I gotta get this guy his own fucking body so he leaves me the fuck alone. Yeah. See that I think that would have been a very much more interesting season opener and just like first yeah. half of the season was like we gotta get Sam out of that cage. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been cool. Like I, I think it would have been cool if like. So, and we have to do it without letting the angels who are now ruling Earth know. Yeah. Yeah. And we, where's Cass? We have Dean had his like apple pie life for a year. That's cool. Astral projection of Sam comes back to Crowley. Crowley is like, "Hey, Dean, we got to get your brother out of there because yeah. he's in trouble." Yeah. Like, that would have been fucking tight. Like, we got to get Sam out of there without releasing Lucifer. And or letting the rest of the angels know. Yes. Oh, man. We find Cass. He's just trying to remain very quiet because his wings are too dummy thick. And he's alerting the other angels. (laughs) But maybe there are some angels on his side now because they've realized how cool free will is. Exactly. But, you know, they're fighting against the rest of heaven. That's complicated. Because why reintroduce a new character... When you really haven't used the other one that much, other than in like what three episodes, two from last season? I will say I don't hate what they do with Heaven. Yeah. And Cass, I don't hate it. I am interested. I'm interested to see where Cass is going to come back at. Heaven goes places, my dude. Yeah. yeah. Heaven waits for you, even so. It's not hell. No. Um. So I I will say that is cool. And ultimately leads to some cool shit. Mm. Um, 
I ain't against it. So what I'd want to do is blend, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Those elements. Yeah. The sort of fanfic we're writing yeah. with the, you know, angels are taking dominion over the earth and just like subjugating all the humans and blah, blah, blah. They didn't get the apocalypse they wanted, but by God, they'll have an apocalypse of their own making. Yeah. You want to bring Sam back. And then you've also got like heaven politics that you're dealing with. What if in the remake that we're talking about making? Yeah. Where the angels have subjugated humans. Yes. There's an angel that possesses a human by the name of, I think it's Adam Wesker, or Wesker from the Resident Evil franchise. Oh my god. And they start ruling through Umbrella Corporation Ah. to make the T and G viruses. I hate crossover stories. And they get zombies and shit. I hate crossover. Be cool so as hell. Much. I'd watch the fuck out of that. I mean, yeah, a same. supernatural Resident Evil crossover. I was thinking, like, what are some unlikely crossovers that you would like to see? But supernatural you Hakusho crossover. Yeah, supernatural and Devil May Cry, or Ooh. supernatural and Pokemon, where like Sam or Dean <laughs> throw like an Ultra Ball at Crowley, and he's just like, "What the fuck?" And then he goes inside the Pokeball. Yes. And then we <laughs> oh. Guys, I just had the craziest idea. What about Supernatural and Scooby-Doo? Genius, right? I got some great news. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get ready, Holy because Christ. in about, oh, 110 episodes, we'll get there. 110? 115. 115. I was going to say, is it that many? Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, I, I think the 200th episode happens yeah. in season 10. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Weird. Well... If there's 20-something-odd episodes, we'll call it 20-episode seasons, right. right? So Supernatural had its 100th episode <clears throat> in season five, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. What, so yeah. what was their 100th episode? Was it even anything special? That was the name of it. Okay, cool. <laughs> but then later on, doesn't... Point of no return. Oh, that was the 100th episode? Yeah. Where, uh, what episode was that in the That's, season? Oh, God. It is not a great special episode. I mean, it's fine, but it's not great. That's the one where, like, Zachariah dies. Oh, okay. No, yeah. that one was pretty cool. That's it pretty was pretty hard. cool, but I wouldn't be, like, 100th episode cool. That scene was cool. Yeah. 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 And then later on, Misha Collins gets his own 100th episode, right? Yeah, mm. kind of. Well, yeah. Yes. Yes. That's in season 12. Damn. I think. No. That doesn't make sense. That does not make sense, but if it did, damn. I mean, because I know he's not in every episode, so his 100th episode would be later on, I guess. There's a few seasons. I remember seasons like eight and nine really being like super exposition heavy, and Cass is usually in super exposition heavy episodes. Right, because he's an exposition machine. Yeah. No, the Sam Dean, the blah, 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 the future. The MacGuffin. Which is season 13. No, season 12. I was right. Damn. Yeah. Um. And then the, this is great. The 200th episode of Supernatural is fan fiction. Oh, yeah. And it's a musical episode. That episode's fucking great. Yeah, it is. It is really good. It's part of the cursed seasons, but it's good. There's there's a few episodes in the cursed seasons that are really great. Yeah. yeah, But fuck, do the cursed seasons blow? Yeah, they do. They blow hard. Yeah. But there's a lot of good. We really don't want to talk about this episode. 
I'm God, not, no. I feel, like, I feel like we've already talked about the whole thing. We're oh, talking, we're talking it about so it. It basically, boring. what else happens is that it's a bunch of gins and they're attacking everybody and... God, this is a, we already had a gin episode and it was fine. Yeah. Then and then Samuel's like, back and he's like, let's go kill those fucking gins. And we find out Bobby knew that Sam was alive, which I get why Sam doesn't tell Dean, but I think feel like Bobby keeping it from him was a real dick move. Yeah. And then like there's this whole thing with like a like they killed the gins and Sam's them, like, then, I wouldn't have helped except, like, those a hot people. Lady gin, yeah. Though I did like the episode where Sam and Dean at the end are like, Dean's like, I'm going to go. So Lisa, Lisa and Dean had a conversation earlier where Dean's like, I'm leaving because I have put you in danger. This is all my fault. This year has been terrible for you and it's my fault. And Lisa's like, get your head out of your stupid fucking ass. Mm -hmm. This year has been amazing for me and Ben. You're so good for them. He has a dad now. I really liked that conversation. I like that conversation too. And then I like the conversation at the end where Sam, and I especially like it in retrospect, Sam goes, I wanted you to come with me because I just wanted you to be there. Yeah. Very simple. And... Dean is like, why? There's a hundred better hunters than me that you know personally. Yeah. I'm out of practice. I'm rusty. I yeah, rushed especially in. especially after a year of not doing anything. Yeah, I ran in to go save those people, and I almost got us both killed. Killed. And Sam is like, that's why I need you, because I wouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. And I really liked that conversation at the end. I thought it was very simple and nice. Yeah. I think Sam's fucking wrong. I think he would have done that. Oh, yeah. Well, and Dean says that too. Dean's yeah. like, "You would have, you would have done it." Yeah, but special circumstances. Yeah, and then um, sad that Sid dies, though. We got to talk about the weird fever. Yeah, it's, God, R.I.P. Sid. Yeah, I mean, justice honestly, for Sid. I thought for a second that he was going to be the shapeshifter. Yeah, I thought that's where they were going. I thought it was going to be like a demon or a werewolf. Yeah, I thought yeah, it was going to be like, oh, Sid is a yeah. de- is a demon that's been keeping an eye on Dean the whole time. I will. I say, thought that's where it was going at first. One but. of the things I do like about this season is that it's very monster heavy. Ooh. Like, yeah, you're still dealing with heaven and like the fallout from that, and there's a lot of angels, and you're still going to see demons and stuff. But there's a lot of like, let's go visit the fucking vampires and see what they're about, or yeah. the werewolves, or the shapeshifters. Cool. It feels very much like a back to basics sort of. thing. Thing because it is like they're not new freaks of the week necessarily, but they are important. We're back to it, we're like back to monsters two and three. Kinda, yeah. I refer you to my previous statement about safety. Yeah, yeah, true, truth. Like, there's nothing wrong with it, but there's such a thing as too much safe to dance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Everybody's wearing those pants. So you wanted to talk about that crazy, like, gin poison fever dream Dean was having? Oh, with yellow eyes? Yeah. yeah. The second one or the first one? The I second mean, one. both, but also, yeah, mostly the second one. That's I thought weird. it was a way to just add tension when there really shouldn't have been any. Yeah. Or it I could mean, have been done different. But may, not the first time, but the second time that yellow eyes shows up we already know that dean has been gin poisoned yeah so it's kind of like oh well sam and the other campbells are around with the <coughs> excuse me <clears throat> they're around with the antidote so dean's going to be fine yeah yeah but so it it was kind of like this is only happening 
because we need Dean to suffer more. Yeah, yeah, we need to fill this time. Yeah. I feel like this is a good insight into his fears. I mean, the the same thing that happened to Sam happens to Ben. Uh, Lisa <laughs> dies, fucking pinned to the ceiling, bleeding and on fire. Yeah. The, like his mom. We yeah. get it. He failed to protect them when he was four years old. And yep. he's going to fail to protect them again. Blah, blah, blah. So Dean's worst nightmare is that Ben because it becomes his brother. Well, that Ben gets demon blood. Well, yeah, poisoned. that Ben Ben winds up sharing the same fate as his brother. I think this. I think Dean's worst nightmare is that Ben ends up like him, That's just right. a yeah. hunter whose entire life is for revenge and mm-hmm. killing things day in and day out, and all for revenge. Yeah, all you know, being yeah. in the life, you know. The gin, or did Yellow Eyes play him like a goddamn fiddle? The gin. The gin. Fucking Bombay Sapphire. Yep. Um, I think that, I mean, it was like, I was, it was fine. Yeah, I it mean, was it fine. Was all right. Like, yeah. did we need it? No. Did, did we, do- we not need it? Well, not. I mean, it's I mean, fine. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. all right. It's it was, fine. It was an okay scene. It's, it's fine. Could have done without it. Yeah. I yeah. Could have. You know what the worst part of setting up a Domino's train is? When you knock over one that's in the middle and then the rest of them fall over. Other than that. When you accidentally sneeze and then you give someone else your cold because they touched the dominoes. When you too. find yes. a domino behind your couch ten weeks later. Yes. Well it's <laughs> And you're like, huh, let's get here. It's when you go to put all the dominoes back and they And won't, you find out you've missing you're some dominoes. Missing some dominoes. Ooh, when you, when you, when you go to up, put the dominoes back but they don't all fit in the box and you're like, How did I get more yeah, dominoes? Yeah. Are my dominoes breeding? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. When you're setting up the Domino's train, but you get startled because your Domino's pizza showed up. <laughs> when you're trying to create the V for Vendetta Domino's thing, but you can't do it because you only have black Domino's. And no red Domino's. <laughs> no red Domino's. Yeah. But you get extra marinara sauce to dip the Domino's in. Yeah. Just to make... But no, it's setting up the Domino's too far. Hey, let's say the word Domino's a couple more times. <laughs> Domino's, 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 Domino's. Stop! Domino will come, and we won't be able to get rid of him until you get married to him. <laughs> beetle Domino's, Beetle Domino's, yeah. Beetle Domino's. Oh my god. But yeah, it's setting up the Domino's, and that's what this season is. It's setting up a lot of shit that will kind of pay come to off. fruition. Yeah, like heavy yeah. scare quotes around payoff, but... Is there's some there's a really cool neat thing that happens at the end of the season? Yeah, yeah. and we're we're working towards. So that. we're setting up some dominoes. Yes. Okay. Look, this song, much like the best song in the first High School movie, <laughs> Musical movie, did they have- this episode, much like the best song in the first High School Musical movie, is all about sticking to the status quo. Oh my god! Whoa, whoa, whoa! Stick to the status quo. Is that a song in that music? Yes, it is. Jesus is there Christ. a cover about like sticking to the status quid pro quo? Yes. No. <laughs> yes. No. 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 Yes. Yeah. Whoa! 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 Boom! Stick to the status quo. Wait, what? That's how the song goes. Anyway, Weird. so the point is, is that we gotta get back in the game. We gotta get Dean on the thing. So I gotta, that's why gotta gotta get your get your get your get your head in the game. Yeah, more High School Musical references. <laughs> so I did not miss that much. That's why I was these. genuinely kind of surprised when Dean didn't go back 
right. with Sam, surprised and disappointed because I feel like they just, we just got to go through more rigmarole now yeah. to yeah. get to a place where we already know where oh. we're gonna be. Oh, you yeah. mean like the rigmarole of that. the hallucinations? It's like when you're going to a Waffle House you've been to a million times and then you got to take a detour because one of the roads is blocked off because they're doing work on it. Yeah. And it's like, I already know where I'm going, man. I don't need this fucking, this whole thing. I got to go. No, like, this isn't new. This isn't yeah. exciting. I just it's want my smother covered shit. in chunked. God damn it. God damn it. In that order. Yeah. So I'm hoping next episode is better. Yeah. It, no. Is this the longest that Sam and Dean have been apart? Yes. A full well, year. other than... Like the beginning is episode one. Yeah, other than when Sam went to school. Okay. Yeah. Besides that, because how? And long... I guess the first four years of Dean's life when Sam wasn't around yet. Yeah. Well, how long was Sam in college? <clears throat> four years, or I guess technically three and a half. Yeah. Um, because he was in the middle of his senior year, planning on doing law school like stuff. How long was Sam? How long were Sam and Dean apart when? In uh, like earlier in season five, Sam was like, "I just gotta go be alone." Uh, ten seconds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but technically, I think like a week or two. A week or two in Showtime, mm, or like a month. I think it was at least a month. But yeah. so yeah, this is the longest the Sam and Dean have ever been apart. Yeah. Hmm. Minus that. Minus that time. Yeah. Yeah. That time. Oh, the mystery spot time. No. Um. No. The school. Oh, when yeah, he was my, in college. My, yeah, minus his college time. Yeah. But since the show started, I mean. Yeah. Fuck whatever happened before. That's not real. Yeah. No, it isn't. Technically, though, I guess actually by show logic, because Sam was 22 at the beginning of the show, mm-hmm. and he went to college at the age of, he left them at 18. So he was, he'd actually only been gone for. Well, that's still four years. Yeah, four years. Yeah. I've. I Eight, forgot how math works. 18 to 22. That's yeah. just four years, baby. <laughs> yeah, I forgot to count. <laughs> yeah. I went from 20 to 22 in my head. Yeah. And I think I've made this mistake before, and I'll make it again. Um. Yeah, so... Not not Miss, not the best pilot episode I've seen from Miss Gamble. Yeah. Um. But I will go ahead and say this. I think Sarah Gamble has a really good... Instinct, yeah. yeah, she's got a really good track in history, and the little bits that I did like, I'm like, yes, you understand how these characters tick, right? And you and you and you 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 treat them in a way that is respectful to both of them. Oh, I can get behind and that, and yeah. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't really start getting um, just totally like terrible until season eight for me okay. with like sam's character yeah. and dean having to be right all the time and blah 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 so i'm looking forward to it's when we get to our like our second or third showrunner is when that really starts to happen yeah mm-hmm. or like third or fourth rather so yeah pretty shit like that happens this is where we're at well cool i guess i'm looking forward to the rest of the season you're going to see some neat shit. You're yeah. gonna see, it's not going to be all bad. Yeah. But it's mostly going to be fine. Yeah. Okay. This is like a crystal menu. It's all going to be fine. It's all going to be fine. Yeah. It's when you get to the weird shit that you'll be like, what? Why? Who? Why? Yeah. Did we need a full nice. breakfast from crystals? <laughs> True. Did crystals do the red hot slushy? I don't know. Yes. 
Yeah. That feels like a Burger King thing, though. No. I, think I know. It, it feels either, like a Burger King thing, but it's a Crystal thing. It was either wow. Crystal's or Arby's that did that. Yikes. I think. But it was, I think it was Crystal's. It was Crystal's because Arby's doesn't have a slushy machine. Oh, they do. They just do milkshakes. Yeah. But yeah, they did that red hot slushy, and I was like, why? Who needs this? Oh, the big yikes it, over here. Who is it for? Not even Sonic Not did me. that shit. Yeah. And they had. If anyone has the right. It'd be fucking it's Sonic. fucking Sonic. Sonic. Yeah. yeah. I will tell you what. Also, no Freak of the Week. Yeah. yeah. Nah. With I don't the think we're going to get a new Freak of the Week in like a minute. Yeah. Until season yeah, seven. Yeah. From what I remember. No, no, not until season mm. seven. But from what I remember of this season, it's a lot of retreading monsters and things we've already kind of seen before. So okay. we're yeah. not we're not going to be dipping into new Freak of the Week territory, which is really a shame. Because yeah. I mean, that's a fun segment. Yeah, it is. This season is very much... Green Day's international super hits. You're going to see a lot of shit that you've seen before, a yep. couple of new things, mm-hmm. but mainly a lot of shit you've seen before. The highs cool. will be high. Yeah. And the lows will be meh. Yeah. The lows are mids. All right. No, the lows the lows are still kind of low. Do you still smoke mids? <laughs> no, but the highs are high. <laughs> the highs are high and the lows are whatever. Yeah, the yeah. highs are dabs is what we're getting at. Nice. It's going to yeah. get weird. The the Not, the lows are this might as well happen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Travis, yeah. Next episode is called Two and a Half Men. What's it about? Sam and Dean. Mm-hmm. Find a man that has been sliced in half, but not the way you think. Is he all right? It's not the way we think. Because <laughs> he's all left. <laughs> He's a Democrat. It's not not the way you think. I'm pretty sure this is the episode where Sam and Dean kill a baby. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Is it it Rosemary's? Sam and Dean said women's rights. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. If they wind up actually killing a baby in the next episode, that is what I'm going to title it. (laughs) (laughs) The mom's name is Sophie. Yeah. Okay. Great. Sophie's choice. All right, well, let's Wait. end this just as we started it. Oh, kind of man On a man note. On a man note. Well, started the second half. I think the first half was pretty fun. Yeah. yeah. It was fun for me. But let's start. Let's end this how we're feeling. A little tipsy. A little hungry. A little hungry. And um, wanted to take a nap. So... Thank you so much for listening. Mm-hmm. If you want to hear more from us, and God, why would you? <laughs> Check out Habcast.com where you can reach all of our social media and find a link to our Patreon where yeah. once a month we watch trash that supernatural actors have been in. Just God. exclusively trash. Exclusively trash. Like I mean, Nightmare on Elm Street 2010. Yeah, just You're hot welcome. trash. And Devour, which <laughs> if you're listening to this episode, you've probably listened to our Devour episode already. Yeah. And I'm sorry that. that we had to do that for everyone. <laughs> but but I, we did it for you. Yeah. But I must say, um, if... If you enjoyed that, check out our Patreon. There's more of that. Oh, yeah. There's yes. so much more of that. S- somehow worse. Yeah. yeah. Somehow worse. Somehow better. Stonehenge Apocalypse. P.S. I Love You. One of that Olsen Twins movie. New, New York, York Minute. Minute. Yeah. It, it was a New York hour. Mm-hmm. I'm going to find an excuse to watch High School Musical 3. 
for, for LSA. Save it for another time we do another show we like to do. Let's watch something else. Yeah. Yep. And sometimes we watch other things just because we feel like it. And yeah. Are getting burnt out. Suck a dick. Content. Our shows, our rules. Yeah. Yep. Hey, it's not like you're paying us to listen to that one, but it's cool. <laughs> you could. We'll do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. Suck a dick, guys. Yeah. But also, thank you so, so yeah, much. Yeah. Thank you so much for your patronage. We. Also, you, you know, thanks for adding us on Twitter. Those are always a joy to read. Yes, yeah. Thank you for tweeting at us and just uh, leave a review on iTunes. Tell your friends about the show. Yeah. Shout our names for the rooftop. Yeah. Uh, fucking get excited when we follow you on Instagram. That was. <laughs> yeah, that, was that was a lot of fun. I had fun with that. All right. Until next time, have fun. And don't die. Bye. By butts, I do mean bare booty holes.